Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let me put on first Caitlin in Kansas, who has called us. Hey, Caitlin, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. What can I help you with? So I'm a college freshman, and I just started going to therapy, and I was wondering how I should tell my mom I'm going. Why do you worry that it will be an issue if you tell your mom? My mom... And I don't have a really good, like, relationship, and I'm afraid that if I tell her, she's going to want to know what we're talking about. I think it's fair to think that, because you probably will, honestly, but it's not her right to know what you talk about. I think I would approach it as, and again, I never knew what therapy was growing up. I grew up in a small town in Arkansas. We didn't have any money. You weren't trying to worry about therapy. You were trying to get food. You were trying to eat. So I know what it's like to have to get into something brand new. It has been extremely valuable for me. But I would approach it to go, hey, mom, I've been doing something really cool. Like, I feel like I can improve the relationship with us and I can be a better daughter, family member, sister, student by going to therapy. And it's really been productive. And if she asks, well, what do you talk about? You can say all that. I say we talk about a lot of things, how I can be better at X, Y, Z. Make it very you centric and not about your mom. So she doesn't feel like that she's the victim here. But. I think it is a conversation you'll have to have. It'll be a little bit uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me to talk with my family because they were like, all right, fancy city boy, you doing therapy? You're wasting your money on that? Um, but a little bit of, of uncomfortableness is okay. So that's how I would suggest that you approach that, Caitlin. Perfect. Thank you. Let us know how it goes if you feel like calling us back. Amy, anything you'd like to say to that? No, I disagree. I think you can be transparent with her, but she doesn't need to know every detail but that you're you're wanting you're realizing some stuff about yourself and you want to put in the work to be better it's nobody's right to know what you talk about whenever you're talking to your priest your preacher your therapist your counselor there are parts of our world that nobody should have the right to know what's going on except for you and the person you've decided to make that between so uh caitlin good for you we applaud that and good luck and i hope it leads to some you know, healthier years. Thank you. All right, Caitlin. See you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Raymundo, what was the situation that happened to you? Yeah, so I went to a barbecue joint, and it's one of those where you go up to the cash register on your own, you order the food, get your own condiments, you get your own 
utensils. Uh, you also get your own drink. So basically, you do everything your own. The only thing that they're going to do for you is bring you your food. So it's not like a real wait staff that's there. So we go ahead and we pay, and then they give us the iPad. And on the options, it said like 20%, 15%, 10%, and 5%. I didn't really even see an option to not tip. So I knew they weren't really doing anything, so I tipped 5%. And I was wondering, how would you guys tip that if you're basically doing all the work at this restaurant? They don't even refill your drinks. They literally just bring you your food. Is that tip worthy? I would think, first of all, there would be an option, even if it's uh, at the bottom and it's slight, that says no tip. And that's up to you, right? This is not an establishment where tips are expected because they're doing a bunch of extra work. Welcomed, appreciated, but not expected. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did, especially if you're going to eat and you only have so much money. Because you know if you go into a restaurant, if you go to Outback Steakhouse, you know you got to add the tip before you even go. So in your head, you need to have enough money to buy the meal and put the tip on there. But if you're going to a barbecue place where there is no expectation of a tip because there isn't a waiter and you get in and you only have so much money, uh, they're just SOL. Yeah, you might be going to eat there because of that. However, if you do have it and you can hit it, I always say to hit it. Because for me, when people would over tip me, I would appreciate it so much. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did, by the way. I think if that's what you want to do and you feel good with, there you go. If you said you did 5% at a restaurant, it'd be a different story. And I only did 5% because the line was long and people were all looking at me funny. And I literally couldn't find the no tip. So I just had to go with five. I'm okay with what you did. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah! There's a W on the board for Ray already this morning. (laughs) The popularity of the mailbag, just growing. People love it. People are sending so many emails. We love reading them. We love helping you out. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bone, she writes. My name is Holly. I'm from Wyoming. I need help on an issue that I currently have with my roommate. I've been living with this roommate for over six months. Things are starting to get frustrating. I'm 26. She's 23. She has not been chipping in or doing her fair share of the work to keep the place up. I've only been the one to clean up for a couple of months. I unload the dishwasher, even if it's her dishes. I clean her leftovers, old food, so on, on, and on. My issue is that while she's still living here and using the place, she should be helping clean and take responsibility instead of dumping everything on me. My poor boyfriend even cleaned up her dog's poop in our apartment patio because she wouldn't. She's not a horrible human, but I'm over cleaning up her messes and only being the responsible one. How do I handle it? I'm also just trying to make it through as my boyfriend and I are looking for a place and I will be moving in with him at the end of our lease. I don't want to make her hate me, but I almost don't care. Please help. Thanks, Holly. It's tough. I had a roommate. I got in so much trouble back in the day because I would call her the devil on the air. I didn't I didn't know her. I moved When I moved to Austin, 22 years old, I had a friend of a friend who was like, hey, I have a friend who needs a roommate. She's already living there. And I was like, great. So she was looking for a place. I was looking for a place. We were like, hey, well, you know this person? Yep, moved in. I lived in the bottom part of the apartment. She lived on the top. We might have had five conversations ever. But I would, on the air, be like, you know what the devil was like today? I would just call her the devil. Was she just mean? No, but it was like if I ate some of the bread, there would be like, you owe 42 cents for bread. Oh, my. It was very much like that. And I'm sure I was no no peach. But we never saw each other because I worked nights. And I was getting home at 5 in the morning and then sleeping and then going back to work. So there was... But it was that weird thing where if I use mustard and he's, it was like, you owe 27. And I was like, dang, this is crazy. I was probably a little too harsh with the devil. Stuff yeah, I was like, you didn't think that. It, <laughs> Called her the, Lucifer. From, from 22 to 32, I was bonkers on the air. Yes, I know. I was absolutely insane. We've heard the things you've done. Yeah. Well, so, you know, and Amy experienced a lot of them. So the lunchbox. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That being said, you got to get out. You're not going to change her. Yeah, and but I know she's not probably not a horrible person, but it is pretty bad to like have your dog use the restroom on the patio and then not be willing to pick it up. Like I might file that under close to horrible. Yeah, that's a pretty bad person. <laughs> but a messy person is not a bad person. No. But someone who disregards other people, even when they know it's an issue, right? Then it starts to. So here's what I say: you you need to have that conversation. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Is there any way you can help? She's gonna temporarily either be offended. And help a little bit or not be offended and help a little bit, but it's not going to last. You have a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Get out. You have your way out. She's not your best friend forever. She, like, she's not. Go away. Get your, get your lease. No, you're going to have to do the heavy lifting. 
and do the heavy lifting and then get out of town. You know, sometimes though, like people just need to to be told like they it's maybe it's for whatever reason not dawning on her that it's an issue not to pick it up. So I do think if you can have a thoughtful conversation and just give her a heads up, maybe it maybe if you've done it before one last time, it'll sink in. And then she might realize like, oh yeah, maybe I should pick that up. And then if she doesn't, then that's when <laughs> I just leave a note on the fridge. What? This yeah. Is that you don't think it deserves an actual conversation? Depends on how much you like her. Mm. Sounded like she wants to be your friend. Okay. It, there is some communication that needs to be had, but it's not going to fix it forever. It's just a Band-Aid because she just lives like this. And her roommate, whenever she finally gets married or with someone, they're going to have to deal with that. I feel like roommate notes are kind of passive aggressive. We used to do roommate, obs- uh, roommate confessions, uh, confessions <laughs> when, when Lunchbox and Ray lived together. Yeah. Yes. For, for how long? A uh, year. One year. And Ray never came out of his room. He didn't watch one TV show with me the entire year. We didn't watch a football game, a basketball game, nothing. Did you guys not like each other? He just did, he was scared of my dogs. Is that what it was? A little bit, yeah. And I didn't want to get hair all over myself, so I just stayed to my quarters, honestly. And didn't you just have a mattress on the floor? That's no, all no, no, no. I had a queen. What? Come on, uh, dude. On the floor? What, what was no. his room like? It was a box spring and the mattress. And then he had a TV and he had a video game system and he had his, he didn't have a chest of drawers or anything. He just had his clothes in like little boxes. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. He's a bachelor. I, I mean, I, it was a, I had a, I had an awesome recliner. I had a 60 inch TV. What else do you need in your room? He bought that TV <laughs> with a tax some, return. He got a tax return and then he, cha- he yeah! traded all of his tax return in for Amazon bucks or something, right? Yep. And then bought a TV with it. <laughs> exactly. Got an Xbox, had a mini fridge. Why would I need to leave? <laughs> Minutes. True. Was it Ray the worst roommate you ever had? No, by far no. I mean, the, my roommate in college when I lived there, he uh, was like 21 years old in the dorm, and he would tell me I can't come in past 10 o'clock, and he would unplug. He wanted to unplug the phone at night, and he was like, "If you're gonna stay out late, you need to check in." I'm like, "Dude, you're 21 years old. We're in college. Get get out of my life. Yeah. And why are you living in the dorms at 21 years old? You're weird." I like the dorms. I didn't live there that At 21 years old? Come on, man. Like, go out and do something. Maybe that was his option. And maybe he got it paid for by the school. Right. Whenever I was a freshman, my best friend in high school at the time and I moved in together into the dorm. And I just came home one day and he's gone. Didn't tell me he's leaving. (laughs) Packed up all his crap and left. Because I was, I I guess was a bit like Lunchbox's roommate where I wasn't like it. But I was like, man, I have to go to sleep. I have to wake up at 7 o'clock for classes. I worked all night. I didn't get home till one or two in the morning. And I was like, can we not have parties in the room? Can we just keep it a little quieter? Oh. And so we're friends again now, but we didn't talk for a few years. He was like, I just remember coming home and I was like, the half the room was completely empty. I was like, this is weird. What's going on? And then I got a maybe a text like two days later. Hey, I moved to another, somebody else. <laughs> like, what the crap just happened here? Uh, in the end, Holly, thank you for your note. You're going to have to do the heavy lifting until you move out. Just look forward to moving out. Have a conversation, but she is not going to change. That's our note. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, if they want to email the mailbag, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Fun Fact Friday. The five most fun facts found on the internet by Amy this week. Let's go. Number five. So people who were not born blind but later lost their eyesight, they're still able to see in their dreams. But obviously people that wow. were born blind, they don't see anything when they dream. Never thought about that. Well, it's because they saw it at some uh-huh. point, so they yeah. have an image of what and it is. And their brain still has cool. that. Number four. Talk in third person? No. No? Bobby doesn't, know. Bobby <laughs> So, but here's the deal. When people talk to themselves in the third person, they're able to better control their thoughts, feelings, and behavior. This is from an intense research study. I think there's a difference in talking to yourself and then talking about yourself in third person. But it would be like, if you messed up, you'd be like, come on, Bobby. Come on, Bobby. I just don't say my own name. I don't say my own name. I just talk to myself. Mm. Dang it, Amy. I don't either. I, I will... Be like, come on, you got to do this. Suck it up. But I don't say suck it up, Bobby. No. I know, but according to this, you should start talking to yourself and saying your name. Mm. Okay, <laughs> I'll do that, Bobby. Remember to do that, Bobby. Okay, you got okay. it. Number three. Drug Lord Pablo Escobar, he got to build his own prison at one point in time. It featured a soccer field, a giant dollhouse, a bar, a jacuzzi, and a waterfall. 
I'm assuming the dollhouse is for like his daughter or something. His kids. Oh, yeah. okay. Because okay. he could have, I think, family over for dinner. <laughs> and I mean, he, this, it wasn't this, in prison. This was he was sentenced to jail. And I, this we, is this was a narco. It was in the mo- in the show. Yeah. Yes. The whole team would come over. Like the <laughs> yeah, national team would play soccer. They were having full on parties in there. Yeah. Now that's the prison I wouldn't mind. <laughs> that's COVID for me. I got to live in my own house that I love and didn't leave for a lot of time. Yeah, but that's not the case for El Chapo. He's in jail, real deal. Jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. In 2017, Despacito became the first song that's primarily in a foreign language to hit number one since Macarena, which was back in 1996. Kids don't even know how big this song was. Despacito had Justin Bieber. Macarena had a dance. Yeah. And no American artist singing it. Yeah. Or Canadian artists, English-speaking artists. Yeah, Macarena. No, it's just two there, but, Spanish dudes, right? But there ended up being an American version. What? <laughs> yeah, where some girl would come on. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely messed that song up, too. <laughs> you know how we as Americans are. We got to <laughs> slap our, our own style on it. All right. So I have a little bit more to this fact. Um, so it took 20 years for that to happen. Do you know the one that hit number one before Macarena? And La Bamba? Was? Yeah. yeah, how'd you know that? Nice. Okay, huh? La Bamba in 1987. It's like the easiest question ever been asked on this show. <laughs> Wait, La Bamba in 1987? Like the Richie, it must have been the Richie Valens version. The, the, From lo, the movie. Los Lobos. Yeah, Los Lobos. Got it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. Can I hit the button now? You may. Number one. This is crazy to me. The last shot of the Civil War was fired on June 28th, 1865. That's almost two months after the war ended. Off the coast of Alaska. See, a Confederate warship was out there, and they hadn't gotten word yet that the wow. war was over. <laughs> no one told them. Yes, <laughs> and they destroyed 24 Union boats. They were still going. But that was, so that was officially the end of the war. I have read, Isn't that crazy? I've read books about, in Asia, how some of these guys will go, and they'll live in like the, the woods or jungles, and they're fighting the war, but they don't know it's over. Because no one gets to them to go, hey, the war's over. So yeah. they're still like living underground in the woods, like doing, killing people. Hmm. They need to send hmm. a messenger and tell them, hey. But how do you find them? He probably, he's probably going to kill them. This <laughs> is true. <laughs> Literally, we'll kill the messenger. Yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah. There you go. I, I don't know if that's that fun. I, don't, it's I, a, I didn't end in a fun. I didn't find so, feel very fun about that one. Fun facts are sometimes just really interesting mm-hmm. to where, you know, if you're ever playing a trivia game, it might be cool that you know that. Because, I mean, it could come up while you're playing something. It's like, what year did, when did World War or what is but it, I Civil get, War end? If you had asked me that, I would say the Appomattox Courthouse, and that would be the right answer, right? Yeah. Like, that's where you, the final. Then you could argue. Oh, and I will. Oh, boy. And you will. And I will. Well, you, did, you guys know me. I will. And then they may ask you your resource. You say me. And they're like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Close it up. Fun Fact Friday. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. 
Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva. Because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make in like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. MagicWrite is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A cop in Maryland was on patrol when all of a sudden he heard a boom, boom, he hears a crash. And he's like, man, that's somewhere right around here. Drives around and there's an SUV that had left the roadway, crashed through a fence into a pond, and there's two adults, two kids. He jumps in the water, boom, boom, breaks the window, pulls the nine-month-old, pulls the toddler out, takes them to shore, gets back in there with a buddy, and gets the two adults out. I felt like I was there, I'll be honest with you. With all the sound effects... And the people in our studio, you can't see what lunch bar. He's acting it out at the same time. But I felt like I was there. I mean, just imagine. You uh, you get to the car and there's a nine-month-old baby trapped in there, a toddler, two adults sinking in a pond. I mean, There's woo. so many layers. He heard a crash, found it. Exactly. How do you hear it? Well, you, it made a noise and it got to your ears. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like, is he sitting there with the, the windows down? Right, is he just right. chilling? Is he, you know, turn down the music for a moment and he just happens to hear it? Like, how... I mean, they, I guess Rex are kind of loud, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Metal on metal, loud. So then he gets to it, jumps in, then his buddy, who's his buddy, another cop? Another cop shows up. Yeah. And they jump in the water, risk their own lives, and save everybody. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard enough to get someone out of a car seat, just like when you pull into a parking lot and try to get the car seat out. Yeah. And when it's sinking in water and you're climbing through the passenger window, incredible. Incredible. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Friday tradition. Let's play easy trivia. First one to five, you get the tiara. These are all easy elementary level questions. They get a little harder as we go. By the way, here is the tiara. Oh, man. And on top, it says easy trivia. Ooh, it's that. awesome. I need that. And it will life. sit right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And every time the camera comes on you, it'll show that wow, you're the champion. I want. Ready to go. Ready. <laughs> you're going to wear it this whole time? <laughs> How's it look on me? <laughs> you look good. like the queen. That's right. And you, too, can be the easy trivia okay. queen. All right, here we go. <laughs> Question number one. Nobody goes home the first round. What color is Big Bird on Sesame Street, Amy? Yellow. Yellow is correct. Let's all say hello yeah. to Amy. Hello. Amy, welcome to the show. Tell us a little something about yourself. Hi, I am 40 years old. I love birds, puzzles, and I'm a mom of two amazing children from Haiti. All right, there we go. Lunchbox. What's the house called where the President of the United States lives? Oh, that is the White House. That's yeah. Everybody, welcome to 
welcome Lunchbox to the show. Lunchbox, give us a little something about yourself. Man, one time I was in Las Vegas and I saw Mike Tyson in a bathroom and I asked him for a picture next to the urinal because I wasn't going to let him get away. And he said? No. There you go. Eddie, come on. What animal has black and white stripes? Uh, that's a zebra. That is correct. Welcome, producer Eddie, yeah. to the game. Eddie, tell me a little something about yourself. Well, a little unknown fact I found out just the other day. My right calf is bigger than my left. Ooh. Yeah, my my pants get stuck on the right calf, but not on my left. Pretty interesting. Weird. Yeah. Eddie, everybody. Yeah. All right. And finally, Morgan, what color is the Statue of Liberty? Green. Correct. Okay. She answered that not yeah. knowing wow. for sure. Uh, Morgan, tell us a little something about you. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I have a really adorable rescue dog. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Shania Twain, and I just picked up archery as a hobby. Archery. Yeah. Wow. Is oh, that wow. the bow You're and like, arrow? It yes. is. Wow. There she is, Morgan. Everybody. Okay. Let's roll. They're all easy questions. If you miss it, you'll hear this sound. You've been boned. They're all super easy. They'll get a little harder as we go. Amy, question number one. What animal is known to be man's best friend? A dog. Correct. Lunchbox, which animal sheds its skin a few times a year? Um, I know a snake sheds its skin. Um, I'll go with snake. Correct. Nice. Eddie, what's another name for a group of fish? Oh, a school of fish. Correct. Hey, Morgan, what's the coldest continent? Antarctica. Correct. Wow. You're all going on to round three. Nice job. Nice job. Clap hands for each other. Easy trivia. Amy, pizza is known to come from which country? Uh, well, is it from Italy? Oh, don't add. This is not Jeopardy. Yeah. Can, can I? Italy? Italy is correct. Okay. Woo. Lunchbox, what is the center of a hurricane called? Oh, that's the I. Correct. Eddie, what country is Justin Bieber from? Oh, Bieber is Canadian. Correct. So he's from Canada. Morgan, what country artist is known as the Chief? Oh, Eric Church. That's correct. You're all on to the next yeah. round. Nice job, guys. All right, we get a little harder here. What actor won the Best Actor Oscar for the films Philadelphia in 1993 and Forrest Gump in 1994? Oh, okay. Well, Tom Hanks. Correct. Lunchbox, yeah. which singer was known, amongst other things, as the King of Pop and the Gloved One? Oh, that's Michael Jackson. Correct. Eddie, what did doctors use to hear the heartbeat? A stethoscope. Correct. Morgan, how many seasons are there in a year? Four seasons. Correct. All right, nice job. Here we yeah. go. Another round. Getting a little harder here. How many rings are there, Amy, in the Olympics logo? Oh, my Ooh. gosh. One, two. Oh, my gosh. Is it five or six? I, three. I, five? Ooh, correct. Oh. Lunchbox, name the line that runs through the middle of the earth. The equator. Correct. <laughs> Eddie, which organ pumps blood to the body? Oh, that would be the heart. Nice. Morgan, which planet has a ring that is made of rocks and ice? Is it Jupiter or Saturn? Saturn has the Saturn. Correct. Wow, nobody's going home. That's a hard question. Serious. My hands are getting tired of clapping. They're hurting. <laughs> Amy, mm-hmm. what's the smallest unit of matter? A molecule? I don't know. Incorrect. I don't know. What is it? You've been boned. It's an atom. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Amy goes home. Lunchbox. What instrument Ah! is used to measure angles in geometry? Well. No, it's a protractor. Correct. Yeah. Woo. I almost uh, said the other one. I don't, but it's Eddie, the other one. what country is the Taj Mahal located? Ooh, the Taj Mahal. That would be in India. Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what do you call a baby seal? What? It has a name? Uh, a baby seal. Ooh, is it a pup? Oh, that's a pup. Correct. Yeah. Wow. How did that happen? It just came to me. Wow. Lunchbox, how many weeks are there in a year? Oh, man. 52 weeks in a year. Correct. Oh, man. Eddie, who played Neo in The Matrix? (laughs) Which one's Neo? (laughs) You tell me which one Neo is. 
No, because I would be telling you you played Neo in the I, Matrix. I mean, I think the obvious one is Keanu Reeves. Is he Neo? Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what famous American road runs from Chicago to Los Angeles? There's a is it a highway? Mm. I didn't know there was a road that did that. Um, is it a highway? Is it you know the famous highway? Is it sixty five? Is it a number? Mm. Eddie, do you know it? No, no. Chicago to California? Yeah. Life is a hot. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just singing things out. I have mm. highway sixty five. 66. Oh! oh it's it's, it's oh, Route 66. I would have taken, taken Highway 66, but you missed it by one number. Wow. So close. Dang. We're down to two guys here on Easy Trivia. What up, Lunch? Lunchbox. R.L. Yeah. Stein is famous for writing what kids' book series? R.L. <laughs> Stein. Give me goosebumps. Correct. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Eddie. Come on. Dolly was the first ever living creature to be cloned. What type of animal was Dolly? <laughs> uh. The first one to be cloned? Was Dolly a goat? They, cl- they, cl- they cloned goats. And I think Dolly was the first cloned goat. Oh my gosh, it's not it, is it? <laughs> what are you basing that off of? My memory, <laughs> which is not very good. I'm sorry, Eddie. You've been boned. You've been boned. Hey, yes! Was Dolly was a sheep. No! Your winner today is Lunchbox! Amy's pile of stories. So Caroline Bryan, Luke's wife, was having a bad day, and so Luke Bryan decided to take matters into his own hands, and he put on some Huey Lewis, and they slow danced in hopes that he could cheer her up. Caroline's having a bad morning. We're dancing it out. <laughs> Interesting song choice. Oh, Huey Lewis in the news. What is this that? is it. Is this is it? Yes. <laughs> this is it. Please tell me. Yeah, I think that's though. so cute. And Caroline later said that, you know, she was totally grumpy and he annoyed her until she was laughing and it works every time. That's how he pulls her out of a bad mood. So, Bobby, the question is... Food. I take her food. Yeah, if Caitlin... <laughs> if she's in a bad mood, it's because she hasn't eaten. <laughs> so I give her food. That's the answer, yep. always. No slow dancing. It's food. Isn't that amazing that people get in a bad mood over food? She, well, yeah. If, if she doesn't eat, she gets cranky. Or if I don't eat, I start to feel pretty good about myself. I'm like, you know. <laughs> oh, really. gosh. All right, what else? Okay, so you've heard of the Sperminator dude. We've huh? talked about him. He's fathered more than 70 children. That's his I thought he was one of the new thing. Marvel heroes. <laughs> what a crazy name. It's no. like Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man, the Sperminator. Actually, he's he's got 77 children out there, and he was recently on Dr. Oz, and here they are talking about it. You know, I have 77 children. That's true. But then you look at the uh, three women that we just uh, saw on the screen, and they don't have 77 children. For them, it's about them having their first child or their second child. Um, so it's not so much don't focus on uh, me. You would more focus on them who just they want to have a family yeah he's just helping women have a family no he is a lot of them he is i think there's listen i'm just gonna do a little uh, amateur psychosis okay psychological evaluation he probably wants him to be out there more right there's probably something inside him that's like i need to produce more of me's yeah, like I, I need to get my seed out there. Out there. Mm. However, I do think it is also for the women. Yeah, but I he's think not, he's not—he's not actually doing it with them. Right. Oh no! Right. If I'm a woman and I'm going that route, I want to ask the sperm bank. Like, can you tell me how many babies this dad that I'm choosing has fathered? I don't think they can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Like that, that's not information no. you can know because then that's so. you're birthing a baby that. 
Okay, I guess the number could always be, be like, changing. I'd like to know what he had for dinner on March 3rd, 1987. <laughs> well, I just want to know how many siblings my baby's going to have out there. But I don't know they would even know. Yeah, okay. I don't know they keep up with it yeah, all the you're way right. to birth. Well, and then you might, he might father way more after you, so the number will always be changing. So if you're feeling really bad about something, health experts are saying that you should let yourself feel down. Feel those emotions because if you beat yourself up about it or you force yourself to, quote, snap out of it, then you will end up feeling worse because you never healed from it. You just buried it down and it could manifest as negative emotions that come up later. So if you're, make sure you feel all the emotions, even the bad ones. Okay. Well, right now I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. So we're going to hit the end of this, this clip here <laughs> and go to the bathroom. Feel I'm just going to go. I need emotions. to go right now. Is that it? Yes. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is I, I use Canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck, and it looks like it took like a million hours to make in like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
Well, dad of the year here. So there's this little four-year-old girl, Everly, and she's had open-heart surgery. In fact, throughout her life, she's had eight surgeries on her chest. Again, she's only four, so she has this scar. They call it her zipper scar, where they go in and, like, work on her from time to time. And her dad, Matt, he was worried that she was going to be self-conscious about it. He doesn't have any tattoos. Well, because he never really had a reason to go get one until now. So on his own, just him, he went to the tattoo parlor, got a zipper tattooed on his chest, and now Everly is definitely not alone. It's and, awesome. Yeah, she the actually awesome. is like, oh, dad, you copied me. So very cute. That's cool. Makes her feel too like she's not alone. Yes, exactly. Ah, great. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Amy, do you think attractive couples have attractive kids usually? Have you seen Jason Aldean and Brittany Aldean's babies? Okay, kids? listen, I love Jason. He's not a, a supermodel. Though. Well, I don't. They're they have the most beautiful. They're they're good looking though, and they have the most beautiful children in the world. She's very pretty. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought that that would be I a good example. I thought that would be a good example. Yeah. Listen, I'm no beauty queen. I'm a- like Aldean. Angelina uh-huh. Jolie and Brad Pitt. Their the- babies very yes. pretty. Yes. Listen, I would say that you know if when Caitlin and I have a kid. That if it's pretty, it's because of her, not because of me. Fair sure. And I would say Fair. Aldine's kid, not because of him. Yeah. Hopefully it has like his <laughs> totally. singing ability, like grit, mm. attitude. <laughs> but you kind of hope we all we talk, we're like, you know, don't you wonder what side of the genetics? Cause I, you know, if if let's just say we have a kid, if it has her athleticism and my nerdiness, the kid's going to have it all. However, if it has my athleticism, <laughs> it's probably not going to be very good. Yeah, yeah. Although she's really smart. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, scientists say that children who have beautiful parents, like physically um, physically attractive parents, have a 70% likelihood of being attractive too. Oh. Cindy Crawford's kid? Oh, isn't, she, she, she looks just looks like stunning. her. Yeah, she looks like, well, uh, her name is, because her last name's not Crawford. Yeah, I don't and know. she's also one of those kids that's always on E now, like E the uh-huh. E Instagram oh, feed. And another uh, Gwyneth's daughter, Apple, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Chris Martin, he, what do you think of him? Great looking guy. Yeah. Well, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Hold on, hold on. Good looking guy for a nerdy guy. Yeah. Like he's got the. He's a good looking nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go over and do the joke? Yeah. The morning corny. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs on stage? What do you call a man with no arms and no legs on stage? Mike. <laughs> Mike on stage. Microphone. No arms. Is that funny? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Well, funny. what do you this like this one? We've done this one before. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs at in your, the, water. the front of your door? Oh, what? Matt. Matt. Okay. Matt. And then Bob floating in the water. Oh, Bobber. Against <laughs> the wall, Art. Mike. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of These Art. These are all really good bones. <laughs> Maybe this one just doesn't tickle me in the right spot. All right, uh, close that up. I mean, oh. <laughs> that was the morning corny. The Friday Morning Conversation with Chris Stapleton. Ah, I love when Chris comes on. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, brother Bobby, how are you? I am good. You know, I was listening to the to starting over as I was driving into work this morning, and I always love to talk to the songwriter, and that is that is you. You wrote this with Mike Henderson. That's it, true. In the process of of this record, what point did starting over get written? You know, when you're when you're putting songs, and then what was it? And you're in the room thinking about concepts. Like, how did starting over? How did that come about? Uh, you know, my process with Mike is I show up about eight o'clock in the evening at his house. We have a few cocktails and talk about life and. Um, this particular evening we were talking about, you know, times in life when you have to kind of start over either by choice or, you know, kind of life kind of presents that to you. And, uh, but also the fact that there's hope in that, you know, there's a, there's a hope in a new beginning and a hope in a, and getting to travel down the road, um, you know, hopefully to something better, even if you don't know what that is. And, and so the song kind of was born from there and, and, um, kind of started from line one and, and went to the end. When you have a song with a concept, do you write the hook, like the chorus first? Do you, sometimes you start with the you're like, this is the first line of the song and you work from there. What's the writing process like for you? It just depends. It can be any, any different way. You know, like, yeah, sometimes I do have a, a title and you write from a concept that way. Uh, but I think we were just kind of 
thinking about starting over as a general concept, maybe not as a title. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you start, like I said, you start, I'm a strum and hum kind of guy, you know, most of the time. And then uh, you hum a melody and what's that feel like? And it gives you uh, kind of direct, you find some words and, and some mumbling and those words lead to other words. And and before you know it, you have a song. And um, that's that's generally the way that that works for me. But um, I've done it many different ways. I've written entire songs over top of lyrics that were already there. I've written, um, you know, songs from uh, I dreamed a chorus and, you know, <laughs> walked into a writing room with a chorus, you know. So th- those kind of things, um, you just kind of have to walk through the doors. Chris Stapleton on with us. I know you have your guitar with you. Before we talk, we, we, before we talk a little bit more, would you mind playing "Starting Over" for us? Not at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that right now. All right, here we go, Chris Stapleton. This might not be an easy time. There's rivers across and hills to climb. Some days we might fall apart And some nights might feel cold and dark But nobody wins afraid of losing And the hard roads are the ones worth choosing Some day we'll look back and smile and know it was worth every mile It don't matter to me where we are where I want to be And honey, for once in our lives Let's take our chances and roll the dice And I can be your lucky penny You can be my four-leaf clover Starting over Chris Stapleton yeah. right here. It's the, it's the greatest song. It's the greatest album. I love it so much. Chris Stapleton's on with us. Um, you know, I, just around town, I'd see you come to events, and you, you you know, you drove this old truck, and you'd park it outside the venue at the Ryman once you came in. Uh, I was very lucky to have you come play a show with us, and you drove your old truck, and you parked it there. Do you still drive that old truck? Well, I don't know what I was driving at the time. Um, I do have an old Jeep um, that I drive around sometimes. It just got back from getting restored. So, yeah, I drive it around whenever I can. It's, it's one of my favorite things to drive. Are you like an old school guy where you like to drive the old truck because of what it means to you? And, or are you a guy, do you have like a big jacked up F-150 with all the bells and whistles too? No, I don't have anything like that. Um, I, you know, I like, I like cars though. I like all kinds of cars and trucks and things like that. So, um, but you know, we have farm trucks at the farm and, um, you know, things that do work, but, um, no, I don't have like a uh, a super fancy truck necessarily. What happens at the Stapleton Farm? What happens at the Stapleton Farm? We we uh, take care of babies. It's a baby farm. <laughs> <laughs> is is Morgan there with you? She's right here. Yeah. Oh, she, tell her I said I, hello and I love her. I always want to acknowledge when she's with you because she is so good. Yeah, she's right here. He hi, says you're so hi, good, Bobby. and he wants to acknowledge that you're with me. <laughs> Hey, Bob. <laughs> I feel like people miss out sometimes when talking to Chris because Morgan's right there. And I love Chris, but I love Morgan. Like, equally, her own powerhouse of an artist and singer. And they'll sit there and people will just like, they'll look at Morgan, but it's like, guys, you're missing out on the whole package here. <laughs> They're both right here in front of you. They're both amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I want to acknowledge her being with you, of course. I watched your career and, you know, I, I look at the lyrics of your songs, and I don't do that with many people. I have trouble remembering things. You know, when you write songs, have you ever like written a line in a song and you go back and you go, wait, I already wrote that line in a different song? Because you have, has that ever happened to you where you double up at all? Well, sure. There's only so many words in the English language. And uh, just like there are only so many notes on a guitar, you know, you, you probably borrow from yourself more than you try not to. You try not to recycle too much, but, you know, you can, <clears throat> if you want to, 
There's some good things that there's good images that uh, are worth using over and over. That's the reason there's so many songs with angels in them. You know, like it's not uh, it's not a it's not something to necessarily shy away from borrowing from yourself. Although I think, you know, one time John Fogarty got sued by his own song one time. So you got to watch that kind of stuff. But uh, it's kind of weird to think about. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely probably borrowed from myself, both intentionally and unintentionally. It's just trying to find different ways to say similar things or express similar feelings. Am I right about that? Sure. Or you're looking for, you know, maybe a, a common feeling that you haven't heard a lot about. You know, that's the other quest is to, you know, um, put the put the human condition into a song that we all that we all have these shared experiences and, and you know, love and heartbreak are the common ones. But uh, there's there's many, many other ones, uh, small ones that uh, are worth examining and uh, certainly worth connecting with people over. You were valedictorian of your high school class when you were graduating high school. What was the goal as valedictorian, as the smart guy, what did you want to go do? Uh, I went to school briefly to be a biomedical engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she laughing, Chris? <laughs> My, I I don't know. I think she. I don't know why she's laughing. Yeah, but that's, but that's what I did okay. briefly. I like that. I don't know why she's laughing either. Then I went to business school for a minute. Clearly, neither one of those things took. But but yeah, I like it. Okay, all these Grammys you have, do you put them on display in your house, or are they somewhere in like a storage unit? Uh, I haven't seen some of them. Um, I I put them. We take them on when we're touring. We put them on the road. And like a, there's a ticket you can buy that has like a walkthrough kind of VIP thing that is for the people that those belong to the people to me. So I haven't seen them uh, directly myself, but uh, all those awards, um, I think, belong to the fans and I want them to see them. Uh, I don't I don't make a, a trophy room to myself at my house or anything. So is it weird that I have a shrine to you at my house? No, not at all. Okay, See, good. You're, you're, allowed, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> good, good, that's good. That's totally cool. And I have a shrine to you at mine. So <laughs> it's, that's okay. Okay, um, good. I appreciate that. Chris Stapleton's on with us. You dreamed a chorus. What song what was that? And do they think you're nutty when you walk in and go, guys, uh, you're not going to believe this? Yeah, Parachute was actually a chorus that I dreamed. I, I woke up from a dream and had dreamed the entire chorus to Parachute. And I and I walked into a writing point with Jim, with Jim Beavers and said, "You're gonna think I'm crazy, but I dreamed this chorus last night. We should write this song." And so, and that's what that song is. Do you wake up after you dream it in in the middle of the night, kind of jot down, or can you just hold on to it? Because half my dreams, I don't even remember when I wake up. I have very few dreams. I can count them on one hand that I remember, and that's one of them. Um, so I don't, I don't remember dreams hardly ever. Yeah. Do you think it's like God reaching out while you're sleeping and going, Hey, I know you don't dream much, but let me give you the gift of this song. Well, maybe I, I read an article that says, uh, you don't sleep very good if you don't remember your dreams. <laughs> so I think it's probably some kind of a, uh, sleep deprivation that prevents me from, <laughs> from remembering dreams. There he is. My friend and yours, our, our musical hero, Chris Stableton. Chris, thank you so yeah. much for the time. We love you, buddy. <laughs> Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is I, I use Canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck, and it looks like it took like a million hours to make, then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. So, Lunchbox, you and your wife are sleeping in separate rooms? Yeah, I woke up two days in a row and my wife's gone. She's out of the bed. And I looked at her and I said, I went downstairs. I'm like, hey, what's going on? She goes, you have started snoring and you're keeping me up at night. But you didn't always snore? Nah, I've never snored in my life, so I don't believe her. There's no way I snore. Why would I be snoring all of a sudden? And she recorded me while I was sleeping. It's crazy that you've never snored and now you've started. Is it, uh, are you like sinus? Up or uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's some allergies going on. I don't know, but I've never snored in my life, and this has never been a problem. And she was like, "It is like it's so loud. You wake me up, and I had to go downstairs because I couldn't sleep." Okay, here we go. Here is lunchbox snoring. Breathe really fast too. That's that like amazing. a because I, I I sleep with my mouth open, so maybe that's why it sounds so loud. I don't know, but I've never snored in my life, and that is what she got from me sleeping, and that's why she went downstairs. Does it sound like his snores are pretty rapid? They're like I was hearing like a drill, like a. Here, let, let's hear it again, Ray. Like, I don't feel like you're giving enough time to exhale. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, like, something's up. You should go to the doctor. Something's going on. Oh, I hope they put one of those big machines on you. No! No, I don't want to wear that mask. No way. (laughs) Would you do a a sleep study? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I I don't even know what that means, but what do they do? They watch you sleep and they write down notes or what? You you get naked and they they (laughs) Why do you have to be naked? Well, because they want to make sure. They want to look at your whole body. Yeah, it's to be natural. You don't even get a blanket. (laughs) 
You lay you lay on a rubber mattress naked, and they what? watch you sleep. Wouldn't you? I mean, they got to put it at a good temperature then, because you're going to be freezing. They do. They put the temperature at what your desire is, but you have to be naked while you do it. There's wires everywhere, so yeah, you're gonna, clothes yeah. get in the way. Yeah. I mean, if that's you do what that? I, I mean, I'll do it if that's what I need to do. <laughs> like, does it sound that bad? It sounds, it sounds bad. unhealthy, yeah. Especially if it's not normal for you. That means there's something going on. One more time from the top, Ray. <laughs> it's very it's very wet. <laughs> Still going. Yeah, it feels like when we'd start the flat bottom. We had a little Evan on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not turning, man. <laughs> do you feel like this is age, Lunchbox? Maybe you do start snoring with age. But if I'm snoring that loud that I'm keeping her up, that's a problem. Yeah, it, it's got to be something happening in your body right now. Do you think, I'll ask you this question. I saw it in the news. I'll ask all you guys. Do you think you peak or that you've peaked already? What age do you think people peak at, Amy? Oh, I mean, I feel... Uh... I feel like I still have... Oh, boy. I, oh, boy. Okay, fine. Let's be honest. Okay, fine. I peaked probably at, like, 33. <laughs> <laughs> but I just turned 40, and I feel good, kind of. Yeah. I feel kind of good. You can If you think you haven't peaked yet, no, feel, feel, pe- no, feel no. free to say that. We're just giving no, you a hard time. No, the- I know. I'm in denial. I peaked earlier. When do you think you peaked? <laughs> probably 30... Five. Okay. I'll go right in the middle between 30 and 40. Eddie? Yeah, the peak has come and gone, my friends. 35 is kind of probably when I was like just flying high. I was in shape. Bones, you helped me get in shape. I was feeling really good. My body didn't ache. Now, I mean, dude, I'm in physical pain 24-7. Most people think that the peak age is like 37 or so. Okay. Lunchbox, when did you peak? I would say probably 24, 25. I mean, that was when I was my at my peak of partying. I was able to drink the most I ever had, looking good, the, probably the best I've ever looked in my life. I still look great, but I mean, just the women factor that I had around me and just every, like, But well, you're married now. If you weren't married, you'd still have women around you. You're right, but I wouldn't have as many, I don't think. You're right. I, I don't, so I would say 24, 25 was when I was really just, bam, that's when the peak was. I think I'm peaking right now. Is that possible? Yeah. Uh, well, how come you can peak now and I can't? No, you were, you said you hadn't gotten there yet. You said no. you hadn't gotten there yet, Amy. You're still rid- had some, that's ridiculous. You still had a few years. <laughs> like, I think right now I'm in my peak and I see that it could not be peaking soon. So I'm taking advantage of it. Like, this is my last run to probably be in pretty good shape. As, like, in general. I don't want to be in good shape. I'll be in good shape for an older guy eventually. But, but I have all my hair still, which is great. I think I'm peaking right now. Career-wise, life-wise, this is it for me. I give it about another 18 months, and we'll start slipping down. <laughs> start down, going I, down now. Yeah, yeah. But do you disagree, Amy? I get, I'm No, I feel like you have a lot going on right now, so this is peak away. Why are you hating right now? You're, you have a hating. hater tone right no, now. No, I don't. I just, I, th- th- I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess, yeah. I mean, now she's depressed. This <laughs> ruined her whole week. You're peaking. We've all, you're peaking now. We've all peaked. Lunchbox peaked in his joint. coming out a long time ago. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Pennsylvania. A 22-year-old man was looking for a job when he saw the pizza place said, now hiring. He went inside, said, hey, man, can I get an application? Filled it out, handed it to the worker, then pulled out a knife and stole the tip jar. <laughs> Only problem is he had filled out the application, so they had his oh, name, I his knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Yeah. And he left his backpack with his ID in it. I mean, could he <laughs> be any worse at this? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's so hard to say goodbye to another week. How about that? Is that good or no? It's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, Mom hit a lottery $78,000 jackpot because she forgot how old her kid was. You know how you pick on years and dates and stuff? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won $78,000. 
because she forgot how old one of her kids was and played the wrong number. Oh, oh wow. Congrats. One of her kids recently turned 20, but she forgot. She used 19 as one of her numbers, and that's what hit $78,000. Wow. Congratulations to her. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. <laughs> get, your, get your Bobby Bones on. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. (sighs) 